up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here in the center of the universe in Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. Of course, we're in the heart of Arlington County in Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back again for episode 129. Another riveting episode of Pace Nation to get us through this episode. To my right, of course, it's Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? I was just at a local establishment getting some lunch. Okay, I'm glad you didn't name the names. You know yeah. how Docs gets about that. Okay. They don't advertise with us. Right, right, um, right. And so the way that it works is you place your order and then you wait and they call. They don't give you a number, they call your name. Okay. So I'm sitting there and I'm waiting and then um, the guy's like, oh, Joanna. So I go forward at the same time that another girl does. So Ooh, obviously her, her name is Joanna too. But so then he's like, oh, it's a warrior bowl. So then it was obviously hers because she keeps walking and I stop. So then I like make eye contact with her to be like, oh, we're both Joannas. So cool, and she she literally <laughs> rolled her eyes at me. Wow, unfriendly Joanna at yeah. this establishment. That's too bad. Sorry, sorry to hear that. All right, let's bring in our other coast. My left, of course, it's Williamy Docs. Docs, what's up? It may be that she didn't believe your name was Joanna, and you just do what I do at a ooh a location that I won't name. Mm-hmm. But you stand up there by the counter and they call you know like if they don't if they call the number but they they don't check the number, mm-hmm. you know, you can just grab it. You kind of just wait 5 6 seconds if nobody moves, then you kind of move towards it cuz you know somebody's not paying attention, free lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't paid for lunch in 261 straight days. <laughs> A lot of Williamy Docs is and, out there. And I have gone to the establishment that you're talking about. And swiped a uh, warrior bowl from a Joanna, so that's yeah, that's her so order. This is, this that's is why, why she was she upset, upset with that. Oh, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Well, I just thought she was an unfriendly Joanna, which sometimes happens. This is why I don't like other Joannas, mm-hmm. except you... for Joanna the listener. Yeah, Joanna the list two. Well, two. Well, there's two Joannas that I like, um, mm-hmm. and then I like Joanna Gaines too. Mm-hmm. Well, when you said warrior bowl, I thought there was like it was like a war between you two for this bowl. That's what I thought, I thought too. I didn't I didn't know that was the name of yeah, the food. Of the actual food. And okay. they look very similar to okay. the one I got and what she got look very similar. So like I mm-hmm. thought it was my order. Mm-hmm. Well if Joanna's listening, um, you have a you have a forum to apologize. You can tweet us at Pace yeah. Nation. Um, or on Facebook. The yeah. reason why we don't get as many followers on <laughs> right. Facebook is because you never mention it. That's true. Because the guy behind the counter also thought it was like funny that both of us were named joanna because like him and i had like a nice little exchange about it but she just didn't care no wonder you are uh such an introvert because when you try to get outside of your shell stuff like that happens shot Mm -hmm. down (laughs) hey but but um this guy shouldn't have been so surprised if he took both of your orders i can understand why you he didn't take them but he sees them they're both sitting in front of him he sees the tickets I don't think he made both of them, though. There was, like, a bunch of people working. Joanna, stop defending him okay. and let me make my point. <laughs> clueless. Um, speaking of introverts, <laughs> that also reminds me. So if I tell you, I'm going to give you four shapes and just pick mm-hmm. one. So a square, a triangle, a circle, or a squiggly line. A circle. Square. Really? Okay, maybe this didn't work then. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to say circle, but then he stole it from yeah, me. Yeah, so. you're definitely a circle. Okay. So yeah, That's funny, because I was gonna, going to say that until he said that. There's definitely, so somebody I know went to this like conference where you're supposed to pick a shape and then they describe mm-hmm. the personalities of the shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I'm definitely a triangle because I'm like, no nonsense, right. like introverted type person. <laughs> um, but circles are people who like don't have any boundaries and are like really outgoing and friendly. 
Um, That's funny. I was I was thinking circle before you even said circle. Yeah. See, yeah. and then squares are just like really data driven people, which is. Oh, I might have gone square. Yeah, I he's think just they trying to do the different thing. That's what he does all the time <laughs> on this this show. All I right. think I think the problem with that. Let's let's just dissect the question okay. real quick. The problem with that is is that, uh, um, you already like the way you pose the question already had context mm. and i think you need to pose the question without any context whatsoever uh and then get the answer because i i may have been and this is why i'm a square <laughs> i i may have uh been already having that in my head and the wheels were turning a little bit that's, that's fair and the wheels are circular <laughs> all right big show to get to today guys uh excited to be joined on the phone by Someone who's running the New York City Marathon today, Christian Peter Larson, is going to join us. He's running for Fred's team. He's a cancer uh, brain tumor survivor, uh, and he's running the New York City Marathon. He is from Denmark. So excited to talk to Christian Peter today, just off his flight. Hopefully he's not um, too jet-lagged and will be able to join us this afternoon on Pace the Nation. Also in today's program, I've got an update on... Uh, a previous guest, where are they now? Pace the Nation edition. Are, are we trying to do this or does it just happen? Because uh, we are on fire. I, I, well, we what's funny streak. is we could have an update every week. Yeah, I think I about think we're, Julie. <laughs> I think we're trying. <laughs> we probably, I, we I don't know do. if that's true. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, yeah, you know, I'm kind of trying, but this one's an interesting update. Uh, it, it's, it's about our guest, but it's uh, about someone that our guest is in competition with. And right, I thought you, it was very interesting. You're getting, you're getting, uh, uh, too detailed. Too, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll say, we'll, yeah, just, just stay tuned. Stay, save that for later. Uh, big happenings also today in the Alberto Salazar group. We're going to talk about that. We're going to go back to the New York city marathon and talk about Meb's last marathon there. Uh, and then get updates from, um, what was happening in Dox's weekend and maybe a thing or two from Joanna about um, maybe three things she likes or three things she hates. Maybe. <laughs> we'll, we'll just get an update there. And finally, I've got an admission uh, to you guys that uh, maybe I'll start with here. Joanna, what do you think it is? Mm. Is it geography related? Sort of. Is yeah. it about where Denmark is? No, no, no. But it was something we talked about last week. Oh, man. You don't know where Jackson Street is? Yeah, you nailed it. You, <laughs> na- you nailed it. Jackson Street. The funny, wow. thing, funny thing is is the, the last week's episode was titled Jackson Street. Uh-huh. And I almost forgot why we talked about Jackson Street. Again, yes. So anybody who listened to our tweets episode that was six months back, Farley right. was like, I don't remember this. And I made the statement, you don't remember what we talked about on last week's show. <laughs> Right. And I, I, again, there you I, go. Th- here's here's I've got a little explanation for that mm-hmm. uh, because I don't Frankie see, Munez. I don't see myself as really a dense person, you know, but the, I, mm-hmm. I am forgetful on on some things. So mm-hmm. um, let me explain the, the Jackson Street reference. Of course, Jackson Street, uh, Joanna talked about last week as like the best street in all of Arlington for Halloween decorations. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I was running yesterday. OK. And I realized that I actually run down Jackson Street probably twice a week. Like I literally run down the street and I was looking at these Halloween decorations like, wow, these are pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) And then I look at the street sign and it's Jackson Street. I was with Julie and I was like, I I can't explain this to you because you don't listen to the podcast anymore. But Traitor. uh, But there's your update. (laughs) I I can't believe that 
I, I haven't really noticed that this is Jackson Street. I did notice the Halloween decorations because, I pro- again, like I said, I've probably run that five or six times since there's been really good Halloween you decorations. You didn't notice it was Miss Jackson Street. So, Sorry, Miss Jackson. Not I only am for that, real. Not only that, but I got pictures of my son with his nanny last week going and checking out houses on Jackson Street. Uh-huh. So... You make the reference of Jackson Street. I have no idea what you're talking about at the time when you reference it, uh-huh. but actually, it's very intertwined in your life. It's 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 very much part of my life. This is why I think he can't give us an update on Julie <laughs> on a weekly basis. But wait, so did the pictures happen before or after I talked about Jackson Street? But it, it happened before you talked. So I saw him on Jackson. So you could okay, have so been able to contribute to the conversation. Yeah, this so is funny ahead. to me because when I was talking about this street that had really great Halloween decorations, like you didn't think to Nothing. say like, oh, I know of a street that has <laughs> great Halloween decorations yeah. too. Yeah, I, it's again. So I don't consider myself a dense person, but I'm, <laughs> I, at times I'm like, how do I not make that connection there? But there's not a better way to describe well, yourself. Here's, yeah, but here's 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 what I say, okay? Like I I truly believe that I know the stuff that I know. And uh-huh. I'm really into it's that stuff. It's a very stuff. very intelligent <laughs> remark. I'm very into that stuff and I don't have and I say this a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't have the brain space for the other stuff. Like the other stuff, <laughs> the brain space. I, I, the other stuff I just don't really care to fill up my brain space with uh-huh. meaningless information like if that. If you keep using the uh, term brain space, <laughs> I think people are going to draw their own conclusion. Well, I, well I mean, isn't there a statistic that humans only use 10% of their yeah, brain anyway? Yeah, but I, I, I think that I, I, pro- I think I use more than that. <laughs> I, I really, truly do. Because I can tell you like Jersey numbers of, of, of Washington players over the years. Can, and I think that takes a lot of brain space, you, but that's part of the brain space I use. You, you know what's in my brain space? <laughs> what's that? Uh, a nice quote. Uh, sometimes it's better to remain silent and let them think you're a fool than open your mouth and remove all doubt. I, I agree with that, actually. I agree with that, actually. But I think, but I think in this forum, it's good for me to share, like me and and me as uh, authentically. And I use the term brain space. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's an actual term, but to it me, is. that's a term. It is. It's on the MCATs. <laughs> well, I just don't muddle my head up with with information like uh you know geographical stuff Mm -hmm. like where's jackson street yeah Yeah. here's what i really quick just want to describe to you so like in my head i feel like there's a lot of filing cabinets right Mm -hmm. so if i learn something or hear something i like put it in a filing cabinet right so then if i need to recall this i'm like oh where is it like in there and i feel like you just have a shredder and you just hear things and then you just put it in the shredder if it's not a jersey number exactly (laughs) (laughs) it's a great that's you nailed it that's it i'm a circle and i got a shredder in my head that's it (laughs) All right, so Jackson Street actually is uh, pretty cool. Really, and it's really close to the it store. Is. So and you it, can go to Jackson Street, yes. see the Halloween decorations, and then yeah, go it, to very the cool. store. Well, it's Halloween today. You guys got a costume that you're going out and trick-or-treating in tonight? And trick-or-treating? Well, I, I think I'm know. a little old for that. Not if your costume's good enough. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Probably a little old. Okay, so maybe not trick-or-treating. But Do you know what would be good? You know what would be a good costume would be... Uh, something where you can get like some sort of animated child that you could take trick or treating, mm-hmm. 
you know, maybe some sort of marionette. So like as an adult, I could go trick or treating by myself. And part of my costume is a kid that's holding the bucket that's too shy to talk with like a ghost over it. So that uh, I could like actually trick or treat. You can actually get candy. Yeah, oh, that's like very it. elaborate. Yeah, I just thought of it. I don't think I'm gonna be able to pull so that off this year. But that's next, what he's gonna be next year. Watch out, Jackson Street. <laughs> uh, Joanna, you have a costume. Um, I haven't dressed. I do actually really like Halloween. I haven't dressed up in a few years. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm actually having people over at my house tonight, which seemed like a good idea, I guess, a while ago. But Stranger Things is out now, so like I really don't want to have people at my house because I'd rather just watch Stranger Things. Yeah, I don't know what Stranger Things is. Oh, you sh- well, I don't think you'd like it. Through but the Shredder. It's a, sure yeah, it's, a, it's a period piece, I guess. Oh, I definitely wouldn't. <laughs> and wouldn't it's, fa- it's it fantasy a little bit. But it's really good. It's a Netflix show, and it's really, really good. Oh, okay. I've heard it. I've heard good things. Oh, you haven't watched I it either? I haven't watched it. Well, yeah. season two just came out, so yeah. I would definitely start season one. Yeah. But I like to start at the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it is Halloween time, so that means the uh, New York City Marathon is just around the corner. Oh, yeah. And we've got uh, our next guest running the New York City Marathon. It's Christian Peter Larson. He's from Denmark. He's in New York now, and he's running the marathon on Sunday uh, for Fred's team. We're going to talk to him next here on Pace the Nation. <music> All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Joanna Docks, we are excited to be joined on the phone by Christian Peter Larson. Uh, He's running the New York City Marathon this weekend for Fred's team. Christian, Peter, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you, buddy? I'm fine. Good. I've got jet lag from uh, traveling, but uh, I'm fine. Jet lag from the traveling. So we were just kind of talking before you came on the air here. Uh, You were up for 24 hours in a row? Yeah, well, almost, almost getting the gear together, packing down, leaving Copenhagen, getting here, get ready. So yes, it's almost twenty-four hours. So you came in from Copenhagen, Denmark, uh, traveled into New York City. What's that flight like? Like, where is there a number of stops along the way, or is it direct? <laughs> it's a, it's like a train. Well, you could do the direct <laughs> flight, but we we uh, went through Heathrow, London, mm-hmm. mostly because of the price of the tickets. Yep. That 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 makes sense. So, I uh, so that, that's a ten-hour journey. Oh, wow. Well, you're there. We as we sit here on on Wednesday before the marathon. It's going to be be Sunday. Now uh, we're we're going to talk about your story. But uh, before we do that, I, I got a quick quick story to share here. Um, so you're running for a great cause here. Uh, running for Fred's team uh, on the marathon mm-hmm. on Sunday. Uh, you're running for brain cancer research. So I tried to donate to your cause the other day. Um, I was trying to donate $50 uh, to your cause. Brag much? <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not bragging to say uh-huh. that I was trying to donate 50 But I put in 50 and my credit card said $7. So I think I donated $7 instead of $50. Because um, it was in Krona? Uh, can can somebody explain to me that that the is your is your well if he's from Denmark okay. I'm, I'm guessing that the, the charity is established in Denmark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing is, Chris, that you you made a donation. I, I have a, a a fundraising campaign running for Fred's team on their platform, and also have a personal 
fundraising running on uh, on PayPal. Okay. And you entered the PayPal uh, program. And you donated five dollars. Oh, <laughs> so, well, he's that's, exaggerating. That's the, the fish was this big. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so, uh, so uh, there, there, there are two fundraising programs in my homepage. Got it. Well, the the bigger cause, and then there's my personal. Fundraising. Gotcha. Well, we will send out the details on how you could donate to the cause. Um, you thank me over email for donating, but I only donated five. five. <laughs> it probably wasn't the the juice wasn't worth the squeeze on that one. I know. Well, I will go back and and, and redo that, uh, Christian Peter. So, uh, yeah. So, but thank you so much for joining us. You're running the New York City Marathon. Uh, you were diagnosed with brain cancer October third, two thousand sixteen. Take us back to that day. Yeah. Well, that was uh, that was an awful day, of course. Um, I had been uh, called sick from work uh, and had been sick for a couple of weeks uh, before I had like a stress diagnosis, and I was uh, talking with the, the psychiatrist and uh, I went to a physiotherapist because I had a lot of headaches that they thought were related to tension from stress and one point down the road they decided or we asked them to my wife and I asked to have a, a brain scan mm-hmm. to make sure that there was nothing wrong up there. And there was. So I was uh, hospitalized and uh, for 24 hours before I got the final answer from a doctor. And they said that there was a tumor and uh, it should be removed by surgery. And I had to wait like two weeks to get that brain surgery. Uh, and then I had the surgery and they could do the analysis of the, of the tissue, and they told me that I had a glioblastoma uh, tumor in my brain. It's quite severe brain tumor, and that was uh, that was a shock. Uh, it was a huge operation, four hours brain surgery. Uh, of course, I was uh, paralyzed or in coma, or what what you call it. Wow. Uh, so. Uh, so, so that was that, that, that was just your life being turned upside down right. in a very short time, and this is something that will always happen to someone you know or your neighbor's friend or something. And then you find yourself thirty-four year old, two girls at that time of nine and uh, twelve years old, and uh, and now you have like a deadly disease in your head. Wow! So I mean, it's just devastating. To, uh, um, 44, yeah. like you said, you're 44, two girls, wife. Yeah. It's not something, you know, people would think would happen to them. Um, but obviously you've managed and dealt with it and it sounds like you've, you've, you've done some great things. Um, you ran through your chemo therapy, which I think is amazing. Talk about that. And how were you able to achieve that? The thing was, I was in, in hospital bed for four days before the, I was released to home uh, after the surgery. And uh, and the doctors in Denmark are very keen that once you have had surgery, it's very important that you get on your feet mm-hmm. quite fast and start walking around. And I did that. So I was back in my bed after surgery at, I don't know, 12 o'clock or something. And I was out of bed at 2 on, on this specific Monday, and, and that was that was very uh, life uh, assurance for me because I, I could see that okay, you can still walk. You have had your brain open and uh, removed this, and you are able to walk around. 
it cannot be that bad. Right. And, you just uh, had your brain open, so <laughs> that's good perspective. <laughs> oh, at least my skull. <laughs> so, so, uh, so at that point uh, in the hospital bed, I think it was in day two or three, I decided that I would run the Copenhagen Marathon, which is in May. And uh, at least I, w- I would train for it, and I would be at the starting pit. If I would uh, complete it, I, I didn't know for obvious reason, but I would go for it. Uh, so I set that goal quite early in the, in the process. And uh, and then I got home from hospital, and I used to run a bit before. Uh, I have run marathons before, but that's like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and until this point, I did uh, 10Ks a couple of times uh, a month in, in, in my neighborhood, and then when I got out of hospital, I just started walking my regular 10K route, and I did that every day. Until at some point, my, my scar tissue was good enough that so I could start picking up pace and um, and start running. And uh, and then I just How frequently were you having chemo treatments when you were doing these 10K runs? Yeah, but the thing is, uh, brain cancer is a bit different from uh, lung cancer because mm-hmm. The, the chemo I had was like uh, it's called a chemo chemo dam, uh, and it's a tablet that you that you will have. So it's not so hard on the system okay. like the IV chemo that people have with the whole hair falling off. And right. So it, it was I just had very bad headaches when I got chemo and uh, slept very bad, and it was for eight months, uh, five days. Uh, a month I had chemo and then I had some 23 days off and then five days with chemo uh, again. Wow. So and then you, I had the radiation uh, on top of this. So you ran four half marathons during that time where you're taking these uh, chemo treatments and then did the Copenhagen yeah. marathon. Um, yeah, I did the Copenhagen marathon in between two chemo sessions. In between two chemo, chemo so sessions. I, I completed the marathon on Sunday and I started up chemo on Monday. Wow. Like how emotional, how great was that to be able to do that? That was very emotional. It was like me crying, reaching the finish line. I had my wife and my daughters waiting for me and uh, it was very emotional. It's still very emotional. Yeah, you did awesome. You ran four hours and 16 minutes. And now you're running the New York City Marathon on Sunday for Fred's team, um, which yeah. I'm sure will be another emotional experience. Why Fred's team? Yeah, but the thing is, I decided for New York Marathon when before I ran Copenhagen Marathon because when I saw how my training went and I was sure that I would complete the Copenhagen Marathon, I needed like a new goal because I could see how much good the, the running did to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it did to my uh, to my daughter, so they could see that I was still strong and and uh, and doing my stuff. So I needed a new goal to just to to keep on. And uh, so it's kind of a bucket list thing, you know. Uh, I look at the worldmarathon.com website to see what what are what are the other possibilities in my neighborhood in Europe. What what can I do? I've done Berlin before, so I would try something new. And then, of course, New York was there, and I thought of, uh, about New York before, but it's very difficult to get the the, the, the entrance tickets, you know that. Uh, and then I read a, a bit in, in the website from the New York Road Runners, and, and they showed this uh, charity option. And then I looked into to Flex Team and said, okay, it's perfect, and the, 
the guy who's named after Fred Lebat. He had a brain tumor too. Mm-hmm. What's not to like? <laughs> right, right. So, Fits you perfect. So it, it was a very fast decision, and I I, I signed up for it uh, yeah, March or April, uh, the trip, and then I started my fundraising. So Christian Peter, for our listeners who aren't familiar with Fred's team, can you explain Fred's team to us? Yes. Well, Fred's team is is a is a is the charity uh, fundraising unit within the. Sloan Memorial Kettering Cancer Center, mm-hmm. uh, a New York-based cancer hospital. And, uh, and they have this team called Fred's Team, which is named after Fred LeBau, one of the founders of the New York City Marathon. And uh, he died from a brain tumor. Um, and I think it's, it's in his legacy that they have created this team because he was a patient at that hospital. And they, and they have different levels that you can support them with. And I'm running as a, as a gold a charity runner, which is that I'm obligated to raise $7,500 uh, to their cause. And the good thing to this is that I can specify myself that I want my donation to go to brain cancer, which obviously makes a lot of sense to me. Right. In Denmark, it's a bit different. We have the Danish Cancer Association, and you cannot decide which part of the cancer landscape you want to support uh, when you donate. They decide that themselves. This is very good for me, that I can do something that is targeting exactly my, and of course, several thousand others of my disease. And then um, being a, a gold charity runner uh, has some, uh, some benefits, my wife and children, they will have the grand stand tickets at the finish line when I cross there, and uh, you'll be picked up by bus and taken to Staten Island Sunday morning. Really, <laughs> that's and very cool. So other things that we will have a heated bath tent uh, at Staten Island. Hopefully, so out of the rain. Hopefully, out of the rain. <laughs> very cool. It 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 is well, a it's a it's a lot of fundraising and then a lot of training along the way as well. Um, how's the training been going? Yeah, I signed up. Also, the New York Road Runners has this uh, virtual training program that I signed up for, uh, and they did a personalized training program for me that I have followed sort of 80%. 80%, uh, that's good. That's good. So, so I'm not quite sure my virtual coaches agree on that. Right. I... I, I, I I had a, a half marathon in Copenhagen in September, um, and it, it was in the same week they had planned a different long run for me that should be above half marathon distance. But it was quite important to me to test my my shape on a half marathon distance at my home turf before I went to to New York because it was my this was my first race without being in chemo. So I would like to see what I could could mm-hmm. do when I just let it all, all out. How did you do? It went fine. Did you break? Uh, did you break two hours in that half marathon? What did you do? I did in one thirty-eight. Wow! So you could break four hours out there on Sunday. It is going to rain. How do you do in the rain? It looks like it's going to rain at least. Yeah, I'm not so happy with rain. <laughs> at least not on a marathon distance. <laughs> uh, on smaller distance, I think rain is great to right. cool you down. But on longer distance, I will get too many blisters and. Uh, and I'll be cold, and uh, I don't like that. So, uh, 
Christian Peter, that this the, the docs and and Joanna and I, this whole podcast was out at the New York City Marathon last year. Uh, we were doing some broadcasting from the marathon. What a great event! Uh, one of the best marathons in the world, if not the best marathon in the world. A ton of internationals, probably a lot of people from Denmark. Why is it such a popular marathon for international folks like yourself? I think again, it's back to the project list. It's it's like it's it's the, it's the world number one marathon, and uh, it's in a great city. And uh, it's, I mean, Berlin. The, uh, I ran that. It had forty thousand runners. Mm-hmm. I guess New York has fifty thousand, so it's not that much more, but it's still it's still more. But I think the spectators, the support on the route, should be incredible, and I look so much forward to that part. And it's also built around this charity thing, and right. I can see the Fritz team is doing a, a huge thing also along the route, and uh, and and that's very motivational for for, for me. Now, uh, uh, for, and for other things that I have talked to who have, who have run the, the marathon, they say this is the best experience that they have ever had. So it's, it has a very high profile in, in Europe. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, yeah, the three of us have run it, and I think we've all really enjoyed our experiences there. Um, are you going to wear something on Sunday that represents your home country so anybody who's from Denmark or relates to Denmark can cheer for you out there? I have some uh, compression socks with the go. Danish flag on the cows. <laughs> yep. So, nice. so it will be from behind, but you will notice it. <laughs> uh, I had all of some, uh, some iron-on flags for, for my shirt, but mm-hmm. they never showed up. <laughs> uh, but you, you will you be wearing your Fred Steam uh, jersey? Is that is that what a lot of the the folks who run for Fred Steam wear? Yeah, yeah. I will wear that with the with some iron on leather saying "Survivor" and my name and stuff. That's awesome. Well, if if you're out there on Sunday, you can find him one of the fifty thousand runners. Uh, if you, 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 we've described what he's going to wear, and I, and I will be in the back. I'll <laughs> be in the back. I'm in the fourth way. So we so. narrowed it. We narrowed it down so people could find you out. There's no way people will miss you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, did you bring your your, your family uh, to New York? And and is this your guy your guys' first trip to the Big Apple? Yes. It's 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 uh, my first trip to the U.S. at all. Oh wow! Uh, obviously, also for my daughters. My wife has lived here once year, mm-hmm. uh, one year as an exchange student years ago, and has been here and visited afterwards. But this is uh, our first trip as a family, and it's my first trip at all. That's very cool. Going, what, going you you've been there for about a day. What what do you think of New York? Well, we, we're staying at the Times Square, uh, at the Crown Plaza Hotel, and it's quite hectic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, yes. But, but we like it, and uh, and we like the attitude of, of the people. It's very friendly and uh, welcoming. So it's, it's great. It's great. It is great. We had a huge breakfast this morning at a diner around the corner. So. That was something. Yeah, it, it is something. I mean, every every little thing that you do in your it is something. Everything is something. Docs likes the Sabaro. I think. <laughs> Dude, you beat me to it. <laughs> I was gonna say that about you. Actually, I was gonna say Farley's favorite bar there is is at Times Square. Yeah, his well, favorite, favorite local dive. A lot of inside jokes here. Sorry, Christian <laughs> Peter. Um, so I'm oh, sorry, I can't really hear that. No, that's that's fine. That's You're better fine. off for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, 
you, you've had cancer. Uh, your first trip to the States here. Um, very excited about you running uh, the New York City Marathon. Uh, how has this whole experience, how has cancer changed you or has it changed you? Well, for sure it has changed me. It has changed my 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 view upon my life and life in general. Uh, I have changed some priorities in my life. Um, we had a fairly big house that we sold, moved to to a smaller location, not to spend so much time and money on on keeping a house. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not worked for one year now, uh, wow. only minding my disease and uh, and my running, um, and I have made up my mind how much work I want to do mm-hmm. uh, from now on. Not so much. <laughs> right, right. So, <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, so that of course that changes. It, it, you will also clear up uh, a whole lot of mess in your life yeah. in a situation like this. Okay, this will not be part of my life anymore. I will not spend too much time on this part. This I will do more of. Stuff like that. And and it, it has brought us much closer as a family. That's awesome, man. Uh, and and the cancer is so, is is no traces of the cancer now, right? It's it's stable. I I go to regular controls every third month for uh, for my scan, and uh, I have had two of those now since my uh, chemo mm-hmm. uh, since I've been out of treatment, and uh, it's fine. There's no activity at all at the at the moment. That's awesome. So That's it's good. like a Russian roulette. Every third month you go there and <laughs> you get your it. and that. That's tough. That's tough yeah, for me, is. and that's tough for him. It's tough for everything. Well, that's awesome, man. We are rooting for you. We're rooting for you in life, and we're rooting for you on Sunday. Uh, what do you think you'll run? You ran. You said a one thirty-eight half marathon recently. Yeah, but that wasn't Copenhagen. Flat as a pancake. Okay. All right. I don't I'm know. Really can you compare. break four hours? I mean. If I do the math on, I, I think I can break four hours. Yeah. But actually, I'm not. I'm. I'm not in it for the time. I'm sure. in it for the joy. So my training has been focused on when I'm on the starting line uh, at uh, at Sunday. I just want to have enough capacity to enjoy the full run. Perhaps yeah. not the last one and a half kilometer, but I, I, I'll <laughs> go out there and I will take, take it easy and uh, and be able to to enjoy the city all the way. Yeah, that, that's my that's my main focus. Running the the fast marathons, I will do that at my home turf. Yeah, exactly. So I signed up for Copenhagen next year also, and I, and I will go below four hours at that point. No doubt about that. No doubt. My Garmin race predictor, and my watch says that I have a marathon uh, pace below three hours now. So, below three hours. I, I don't. I don't want to. I want one of those Garmin. I don't believe in Garmin. <laughs> I don't believe in Garmin. Yeah, <laughs> but but uh, and I and I don't want to try to 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 reach any particular speed. So I think I will go. I will go quite slow the yep. first half on Sunday, and then I will. Well, take it from it. take it from three people who've run the marathon. The energy is just incredible, and it will be out there on Sunday. Soak it in, my man. It is it is like no marathon in the world. You're gonna have a great time, and yeah, I, I think yeah. that's a good outlook. Just enjoy the experience. That, that, that's uh, that, that's the main thing for me. That's to to enjoy this, and uh, I mean, 
I've spent a lot of money to come here. <laughs> right, right, definitely. <laughs> and, to, and to enjoy this, I want to get the most out of it. <laughs> right, right. No doubt. Well, so, speaking of uh, spending money, uh, where can we donate to your cause? I have a homepage which is called strongerthancancer.dk. And from there, you will have access to donate to Fred's team. Okay. Uh, There's a direct link into their uh, donate platform, and you'll end up in a landing page, my landing page at the Fred's team. So it's registered in in my name. Uh, I have a goal of $10,000, and I'm lagging, I think, $700 now for. Well, let's get them. Let's get that. Let's everybody. You know, maybe maybe five dollars at a time. Yeah, I was going to say, does that include Farley's five dollars, or have you not added that? That includes no, because that's 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 not counting on the Fritz team. That was a personal donation. Oh, that was a personal donation. All right, I'm going to get back in there, and I'm going to figure out this. uh, I just couldn't figure out the currency like translation, so I'll, I'll I'll figure it out. I'll get back in there later today. Um, but awesome. Yeah. Chris, Christian Peter, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck out there on Sunday. Thank really en- enjoy it, man. And I really appreciate your time today. Thank you for having me on the show. There he goes. Christian Peter Larson. He's running the New York City Marathon on Sunday for Fred's team. Brain cancer survivor. Awesome story. Uh, we'll tweet out all the particulars on him and how you donate uh, to his fundraising campaign. We're going to take a quick break. This is Pace Nation. Stay with us. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Christian Peter for joining us. And he corrected me. I was calling him Christian Peter Larson right. this entire time. Uh-huh. It's Christian Peter Epperson. Uh-huh. Which is uh, he just changed his name, close, so I wasn't. Enough, yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't completely wrong. Uh, he just last month took his wife's last name. No, you were completely wrong. <laughs> um, but but there was a. Re- it wasn't like right. Uh, there wasn't a reason for it. Yes, he changed his name within the last month. Yeah. I like that he took his wife's name. Yeah, I I I I, I do too. I, I'm I'm I can understand as my wife's last name is different from my last name Mm -hmm. well Um, yeah that's the thing and and farley when do we start calling you cully i i don't know because it sounds like it sounds like he set the precedent that this can be further along in the marriage right yeah exactly i i mean i have a couple friends in new york city that have taken their wives names really yeah Mm-hmm. Or they've made a combination of their last names. I know somebody created, who did yeah, a, like a, a combination. Name. I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that either, but I also don't want to give up my name, mm-hmm. especially if I'm not getting something better. <laughs> <laughs> and and the way you think there's nothing better than Russo, so right. th- this is a non-starter. <laughs> this is a non-conversation. Yeah. Well, thanks to Christian Peter for joining us. Uh, sorry for butchering uh, the last name. Also running the New York City Marathon this weekend in his final marathon is Meb Kovetsky. Uh He is the former Boston Marathon champ and has been, you know, just one of America's best marathon runners for, you know, the last decade. Mm-hmm. Silver so. medal in the Olympics. Silver medal in the Olympics, yep. Also, uh, in the Rio Olympics, he fell on the finish <laughs> line and did push-ups pretending like that's why he was on the ground. Yeah, that's right. Might be his greatest accomplishment ever. <laughs> 
So he's 42 years old, running his final marathon. Um, says he's going to be, you know, competitive. Uh, I, I don't, uh, I don't know what that means, but um, I mean, means he's going to be better than you or me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he will put a uh, an awesome effort out there. One of my favorite marathoners, and one of my favorite marathon moments was his 2014 Boston win. Uh, the year after the Boston Marathon bombings, uh, I read a quote from him, uh, in I believe it was the Competitor magazine, where he said, "I knew that's when things were going to change. I knew that race meant uh, so much to my country and the people in Boston. So it was so important for me to win. So really cool that uh, he's gonna." finish his his last marathon in new york he runs for the new york athletic club uh as as well as sketchers so really cool that he's doing uh new york city we were at new york city last year yeah um you know it's about the one year anniversary when we were there living uh, in the lot the lot hotel Mm -hmm. yeah so go back about 52 episodes if you uh if you haven't heard uh us uh in new york and I think it was probably the best uh, weekend of Joanna's life. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, I think it's about time you admit that you really are still living in the lot, aren't you? <laughs> it's a heck of a commute. <laughs> yeah, but worth it. <laughs> but no totally doubt. worth it. Yeah. No doubt. Also, other professional running news. Mo Farah, who's been part of Alberto Salazar's professional running group, is moving on. He's moving back to London. Move on. Leaving OTC. Uh, what did you think of that, Joanna? I don't know. Did you see? You, I saw. I saw. You it. seem. You seem yeah. sort of jaded by this group. <laughs> um, I I wouldn't say that. I I think it depends on how you look at. There's a lot of posts, obviously, on Let's Run about this. Yeah. Um, I think his official statement was that he wants to move back to the UK because that's where he's from. He wants sure. his kids to grow up in the UK. Um, <clears throat> and Alberto and. Um, the Nike Oregon project are obviously in Oregon, so he can't live in the UK and run for them. Why? You commute from New York. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. True. So, I mean, I definitely, I see that and I could see how somebody would want to move home to their country and raise their kids there. Uh, I also think that his career is kind of winding down a little mm-hmm. bit or he's shifting focus and maybe he just, he would rather do that not in America. I don't know. I, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, it's because of, um, the drugs and all those the allegations. allegations. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it is. I okay. think that this would have happened regardless of that. Right. I think that Alberta was the right coach for Mo at that point in his career and, and Mo doesn't need Alberto anymore, if that makes sense. And I guess it's not uncommon for these star athletes to leave yeah, exactly. group or, or to leave groups in general. Uh, you know, Kara Goucher left the group. Um, Dathan Ritzman well, left well. the group. Well, Goucher <laughs> left, and, and uh, they're not on good terms. Right. Well, I guess Dathan Ritzenheim left the group. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's not uncommon for these guys to move on. But I, I have to agree with, with everything Joanna said. So I just want to double down on that so mm-hmm. that uh, when so that majority vote that this is how Pace the Nation feels. But one, I agree. Mo Farah's career is winding down. Right. And two, uh, I think it's perfectly normal for somebody to want to go back to their home country. So I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Fair. Uh, yeah, and I don't think it has anything to do with the, the well, drug. What is, what's, what, now that the, that's the majority ruling, <laughs> what's, the, what's the dissenting paper? Well, no, I, I don't have any. I, 
I, I was just interested in, in your take on the, the potential drug allegations and if it was getting a little hot in the kitchen and that's why he was leaving. Well, but he also, he associates with some other groups that have been under fire in the past. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's a cause for yeah. anything. And, and I think that there's plenty of shifts that happen in these training groups that might be written about, but aren't headline news the way this is. It's because it's the Nike Oregon project and everyone just watches that group with more scrutiny. Yeah. Let's be honest. If, if uh, the hammer does come down, uh, it's not like he's going to escape that. Just by by leaving, by leaving in the, October yeah, 2017 that's true. and going to London, people right. be like, "Oh well, you know, you know, yeah. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind." All right, very true. Uh, I just thought it was worth noting um, that he is he is leaving the group. So where, where does that leave the group? It's got Centro. Uh, who who else is in the group? Galen, Jordan, Shannon Roberry. So still some some probably some of the biggest names in the sport. Okay. All right, so the group group still is strong, obviously. Well, Farley, if the Nike Oregon project is uh, looking to rebuild, have they reached out to you, or <laughs> or did you check the Pace Nation account no, to see if they want any of the three of us? Not, no, not yet. Uh, to to have, fill that vacant spot. Have they tweeted you or Facebooked you? No. no. Well, no, but I didn't check my. I haven't checked my email yet uh, <laughs> because I was uh, all day yesterday. Um, helping build a playground i wanted to ask you about that yeah, yeah. so i have, so maybe i'll after the show i'll check my email well you were all day in dc doing yeah. a good oh, is deed. this kaboom yeah. yes yeah, yeah yeah so tell us about your good deed that you did but joanna don't name them because they don't sponsor here um well, i mean they're a non-for-profit we can you know they're yeah they are a non-profit yeah um yeah so well we have a a friend of the podcast raymond who is working for the the DC schools and they have an elementary school there uh, where they're building a, a playground. So he called me up. He, he knows that I have a lot of free time. Uh, so he <laughs> called me up and, and asked if I could come out there this week. And I went yesterday, the day after we had a torrential downpour. So I was one of uh, very few volunteers who actually showed up. Nice. <laughs> Um, and basically yesterday was a prep day. Um, and then I think today's a prep day, which I'm not there today. Um, and then tomorrow is the actual building of the playground. So when I got there, you know, we did our introduction, signed the waiver, which I, I regret signing because I got injured on site. <laughs> um, but I did use my fake name so I can still sue them. Uh, and then... Uh, they had this big truck, so we unloaded the truck. I, I tell you what, this this organization organization is the right word because they are so organized. Like you take everything off, you're crossing things off the list, you're putting them in piles, you're you're building these these packs with buckets, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it's 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 a very tight ship. It's it's very efficient. I love it as a square. I love it, <laughs> and um, so we we. Got all the stuff off the truck. The truck left. We went through all the materials. We made sure nothing was missing. Then we cleared the area where the playground's going to go, put up the outside wall, uh, and then did, um, like, cut a bunch of uh, lumber um, that, that Home Depot delivered late. And I can say that because uh, they delivered late. So I can name them because it's a negative. Right, right. <laughs> But it's it was cool. It was, it was a lot of fun, and um, 
I I guess tomorrow they really we only had about a handful of volunteers yesterday and then a couple people from the organization. Tomorrow they're supposed to have like 130 volunteers and they're going to knock out the whole project because everything's where it needs to be. The holes are dug. uh, The instructions are out. Everything's cut. Everything's ready to go. They're going to build an entire playground in just it's a couple of hours. It's amazing to me how quickly those things can happen. Because it's very efficient. And organized, the, yeah. It's very efficient and organized, That's yeah. very cool that you're... How many other volunteers were out there? Yesterday is probably only about, you know, five or six of, the of rain. us. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, I think... I think Because uh, uh, they had a lot of teachers that were volunteering and parents that volunteered and then myself, and I think a lot of the parents didn't show up thinking that it was going to be canceled. Well, uh, that's awesome work, Docs. Um, and for... Anybody else out there who's got a nonprofit? Um, he's already told you he's not that busy. So, uh, but I will sue you. <laughs> he, will, he will sue and you. And you'll, so you'll really be nonprofit. There's a, there, <laughs> there's a negative and a positive to uh, calling him. I'll help you get work. the job done. Yeah, but I will bankrupt you. That's very true. <laughs> very cool, Docs. Uh, very very cool. Uh, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. We also have a store in Princeton, New Jersey, 7 Palmer Square. I mentioned at the top, guys, that uh, I had a Where Are They Now? Pace the Nation uh, segment update. And the guest, I haven't even told you guys who the guest is. Yeah, I don't is. know what this is. The guest is running for the mayor of Minnesota, Minneapolis, oh, oh, Jacob Fry, November yeah. 7th. So if you're a, a listener in Minneapolis, uh, Get out mm-hmm. to the polls, November 7th, vote for our man, Jacob Fry. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is running against the incumbent mayor, and her name is Betsy Hodges. Well, what? Don't say her name. <laughs> that's true. Because well, we, don't, we don't want people to vote for her. Well, that's She's never the, been on the show. Well, that's part of the Where Are They Now uh, segment here. Uh, I want people to actually follow her. Or you don't have to follow her on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I want you to look at her Twitter profile. And this is the Where Are They Now segment. Uh Jacob Fry, vote for him November 7th. But the incumbent mayor profile on her Twitter page is Mayor of Minneapolis. And the next line, and the only other line, is non-fast marathoner. Yeah. That's what she says as her uh, as as her Twitter profile. Do you think she's taking a dig at Jacob, <laughs> or do mean, you think that that was already there? Because there's plenty of people that, that identify with not being fast. I immediately not and me, I, and I wanted I'm super fast. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to get you guys take on <laughs> it's it. Just a joke. I'm not super fast. Just so <laughs> I wanted to get you guys take thing. on it to ask the question: What does that mean? Like, well, you it said, means she runs the marathons, but she's not competitive. Why would she have that as her only Twitter profile? statement well i just told you because there's a lot of people that identify as, as but she's the mayor of minneapolis it's got to be a shot at and if it uh, isn't it, a shot you're saying that that uh that she sh- maybe that's her only hobby she's she can she doesn't have time to do anything else except mayor and run and not fast run marathons. non-fast and part of that is because she doesn't run fast well here's here's <laughs> so that here's, takes up a lot of time it takes up like that's what I always thought was unfair. I, I never know what to believe out of you or not, but go ahead. What's no, what's unfair? I always thought it was unfair that that uh, my dedication to the sport took a lot longer than other people. Right. Because when I would go for a 10-mile run, it would take longer than when you go for a 10-mile run. Therefore, I'm putting more time into it. That's true. What does Jacob Fry's Twitter say? Great question. All right. That is a good question. So his 
Uh, Twitter profile is candidate for Minneapolis mayor, third ward city council member, attorney, community organizer, former distance runner for Saucony and Team USA, and life enthusiast. So, you know, it gives a pretty full description of who he is as a person. Yeah. I think that that's what your profile should say. What does mine say? I forget. <laughs> uh, Doc says, one morning I was driving to work and I saw a coyote. Yeah, that's yeah. a true story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so back to my back to my point. Uh-huh. Uh, about uh, the incumbent mayor, H- Hodges, who says her her, her Twitter uh, profile says mayor of Minneapolis, non-fast marathoner. Okay, that might be fair that she, she mm. that is one of her hobbies, it, but if she is running against the uh, her, her competitor is pun intended elite uh, an, an elite a former mar- elite, a former elite marathoner. Yeah. yeah, you can't take that low shot. I mean, she is essentially calling herself, I am every man versus this elitist, elitist over here, right? Maybe. I mean, that's what she's well, saying. It's, it's possible. I think there's, I think there's uh, multiple things. I, I think it really depends on when was her bio updated. Yeah. Well, I, I don't have that information. I don't, it, I but know. regardless, you don't keep this up. Because mm, of the conversation. I don't change because of other people. No, you, you, you don't. The, the conversation, it could spark. And the controversy it could spark. That's a good point. You just you gotta stay out of the you gotta stay out of the fray. Uh-huh. Pun <laughs> intended again. Um, so I don't think am you I have a filing there? cabinet for puns. <laughs> am, I, am I wrong there? I mean, why would you have that as your Twitter profile? Joanna, what's your thoughts? I um so I guess it again, it would depend on when she updated it. Maybe okay. that's always what it said, and then then Jacob Fry decided to run for mayor too, and she was like, "Well, I'm not going to change this." Yeah. You know. The the other thing, Farley, is is hers is her profile is very basic. It's yeah, it's it's very basic, and that to me also is another reason why, if it said mayor of Minneapolis, family, blah blah blah, whatever, non fast marathoner, that's fine. But it has two statements. She has two things on her Twitter profile: the mayor of Minneapolis and a non fast marathoner. That is a shot at him. Okay. Well, they are running against each other. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. And of all the shots that you could take in a in a political race, it yeah. feels pretty all right. pretty easy. Well, that's that's very Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just got fired up about it. I just was. Yeah. All right. I just think it's uh, interesting that uh, that's her. Uh, but his profile. his profile is has a lot of stuff going on and hers doesn't. Right. And also maybe she was interviewed sometime and like they maybe they both run and somebody had asked her a question about her running and she as a joke she just put well I'm the like not fast mayoral candidate. Okay. Like be. maybe it's kind of a joke. I don't have we don't all know the her context. personality. Yeah. Tweet us if you have more contacts at mm-hmm. Pace the Nation. You could be right. Or post on our Facebook <laughs> page. <laughs> Facebook page. That's also Pace the Nation. All right, episode 129 in the books. Do you guys feel like you got a better grasp of my uh, brain space? Maybe a little too much. <laughs> I, I feel like I had a pretty good grasp on this space uh, a long time ago. Yeah, you probably did. All right, thanks to uh, Christian Peter Larson for joining us today on Pace the Nation. Good luck as he runs the New York City Marathon this weekend. Thanks to Joanna. Thanks to Docs. Thanks to you, the listener. This is Pace the Nation. I'm Chris Farley. We'll see you next week.
it's weird uh, the amount of time I spend looking out this window while we're recording. If you asked me to draw it while I was at home, I, I would not remember there was a tree directly out in front of us. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I, I'm always looking beyond the tree. And that's too bad because I, I consider myself uh, in, in tune with nature. But I actually, I guess I'm not. It does crack me up how, how similar Joanna and I are. This is what you have to look forward to. <sighs> All right. <laughs> as soon as you said these guys can't figure it out, his brain shut off. But you know what it is, is, is the shredder's on. I really do. Like, that's how I picture Chris's brain. Like, in my head, I feel like there's, like, a whole team of, like, little librarians. And, like, mm-hmm. when they need to find something, they're like, oh, I got to find it. And mm-hmm. I feel like in Chris's brain, it's, like, one person, like, at a help desk. And mm-hmm. then they've already shredded everything. The, it's it's one person at the help desk, and they're surfing. Uh, they're, they're on their phone. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> That's the person working in your brain. <laughs> I, I thought about the, uh, I actually thought about um, the uh, shredder was yeah. a great example. I love the <laughs> Yeah. Like what you came up with that on the spot is so perfect. We were just it's talking exactly, about that. It's exactly right. <laughs> Where she goes, she says, she's like, I just, I just, um, I, I just told him (laughs) that they figured it it out. They figured it out. Why did he go out there? I I was like, because as soon as you said these guys don't have it, he turned the shredder off. (laughs) (laughs) That was that. Um, Is this what you give out on Halloween? The score last night was three to nothing. No, I ate three pieces of candy and I gave out zero. Mm-hmm. I won three nothing. That's impressive, I, though. I think if I had a bowl of Reese's, I would have eaten them all. 